Hi, this is Robert Lee. And Sam. And welcome once again to the third row from the front. Today we will be discussing The Phantom Menace, which is the first movie in the prequel trilogy of Star Wars, which, if you don't know what prequel means, I don't know how you wouldn't, but it basically means that these movies were made after... uh, you know the previous the last movies but they take place before the last movie so it's kind of like it's like a flashback kind of thing anyway it's uh this prequel trilogy deals with um darth vader and how he became darth vader um this first movie came out in 1999 so there had been what a 16 year gap in star wars movies so it was highly anticipated nerds from around the world were excited <laughs> they were waiting to see this movie i remember t- uh making my mom take me to see it i was like 18 i guess i could have gone myself but I made her take me. <laughs> that's what nerds do anyway um so everyone was excited and um yeah well we'll talk we'll get more into that but this one is about uh it starts off with uh these two jedis qui-gon jinn and um obi-wan kenobi as we all know that character from the the original trilogy uh in this movie he's played by um ewan mcgregor because he's young at this point and qui-gon is played by um liam neeson anyway this is a time when there was tons of jedi like the jedi order was a big a big thing there was you know the jedi were at their probably at their peak at this point um there's a trade dispute yada 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 some things happen they meet anakin skywalker who will as we know at this point, turn out to become Darth Vader. But he's like a little boy in this movie. He's like, I'd say like eight or something. I don't know. Anyway, I will get more into the details of this movie. But uh, Sam, what did you think of The Phantom Menace? This was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. (laughs) Okay. Um, Not just worst Star Wars movies you've ever seen, just worst movies in general that you've ever seen. Yes. I fell asleep. It was so boring. It was so bad. Like the script, you know, the lines were just so boring and bad. Like this movie exists just for the sake of telling the story, like telling the origin, I guess, of Darth Vader, but not for entertainment purposes, not for, you know, anything else other than just to say like oh here's the story here are the events that happened and it was one of the worst movies i've ever seen (laughs) i felt like the movie was three hours long i feel like i wasted my life like i could have been doing anything else other than watching this stupid movie um the little boy who plays anakin skywalker i just feel so bad for him jake lloyd because you know, I, I blame a lot of this on the script, too, like on the dialogue that was written for these characters. But it just didn't feel like acting. It just felt like he was reading a line, like reading a cue card or something like no, no true acting. But the same goes for pretty much everyone else, I feel like, and which is weird because you have Natalie Portman, who I love. Uh, you have, um, is it Ewan McGregor, mm-hmm. you said? Yeah. Who I think is great. Um, what's his face that plays Qui-Gon? Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Everyone loves Liam Neeson. And, like, 
this story just made them all look like bad actors. Like the lines made them look bad. Like it was just horrible. Um, even Natalie Portman, I felt like had no emotion in anything she delivered. Um, I feel like out of everyone, probably Ewan McGregor was probably the best one. Um, I mean, you have Samuel Jackson has a little, little bit of time in this movie. Um, he seemed, you know, his lines he delivered seemed real, like authentic. Um, but just the story was stupid and it was just like, why? Like, why do I care? The one thing I did like about it was that the story written for uh, Padme or Queen Amidala, who is played by Natalie Portman, I did like that they, they showed her as like a strong like lead character. Like she was out there like shooting the robots, you know, fighting with with the rest of these people. Like she wasn't scared to fight to defend her people and she was you know making the calls and she was on the battlegrounds and she was running around doing what she needed to do just like princess leia she was with the guys shooting like wasn't scared of anything she wanted to be a leader like she wanted to be out there fighting to help her people so i did like that about padme's like character or her little story or whatever and but other than that like okay so the first i feel like half of the movie was them meeting Jar Jar Binks and going to his little underground city, talking to his people, and then I guess they gave him transport to leave with Jar Jar Binks, and then they were under the water for, like, ever, and almost got eaten, and then I honestly don't even know what happened. I don't know how they got out of that, because I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) I fell asleep. I did not care. It's like, why are they spending so much time in this place? Um, And then, you know, they get stranded on... Tatooine, I guess. Is yeah. that where they yeah. were? And then they meet Anakin in the shop. He's a slave. He's eight, but he's hitting on Natalie Portman. He's like, are you an angel? And just like, you know, real stupid. Um, <laughs> yeah, that line was real cheesy. And I was <laughs> like, I mean, it's not very different from what some guys use in bars and stuff. But I mean, it, it, it was really creepy. <laughs> it was just <laughs> really weird to see a love story begin with children like but acting as if he was like she was like i guess she's like a teenager she's like 16 at this point like in the story her character is like i think she was actually that age when she made the movie really probably like 18 yeah and then he's supposed to be what like eight nine ten years old i don't know it was just weird it was just weird yeah i mean there's really no love connection there but you know that that's where it's leading to so it makes it kind of creepy yeah it was just weird and then they spent a lot of time with this pod race shit, okay? <laughs> like, it did not need to be that long because it was like a three-lap course. And and you see all of it. You see the whole thing. <laughs> and it's like, dude, you could have made this one lap and be done with it. Like, you did not need to do this whole thing. Um, okay, so whatever. This kid's never won a pod race, but he wins this one. Um, and then Qui-Gon... So then apparently Anakin Skywalker is like Jesus because then Qui-Gon's talking to Anakin's mom and she he's asking her like, oh, where's his dad? And she's like, oh, you know, there was no father. I just became pregnant and I carried him and now he's my son and I take care of him. And he's like, oh, my God, the force is really strong with him. And so then he tests his blood and then there's like these little things that 
Jedi's having their blood. They're called midi chlorians. <laughs> Nerd. And Which is never mentioned before in the in the previous movies, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah and apparently his midi chlorian things are off the charts. Like no Jedi has this many midi chlorians, not even Yoda. Yeah, so he's they, more powerful than Yoda, apparently. Yeah, so they think he's like Jesus, and so <laughs> there's like a prophecy. There's Space a prophecy uh, on it, apparently. So he always yeah he takes him back because they want he wants to take him so qui-gon wants to take him under as like his apprentice or whatever so he takes him to the jedi council and he's he's like please just test him to see if we can train him as a jedi so basically they're like yeah we believe you we think you know he has the force or whatever but he's too old to be taught and we feel a lot of like struggle in his like whatever like you know the force they're like feeling like oh there's a lot of darkness in him like i don't think it's safe to train him but qui-gon wants to do it anyway so he takes him on whatever um and then that's when like the war happens like padme goes to jar jar binks's people and begs like for them to help with some war that's going on. I just, I was confused. It's a trade dispute, apparently. Like, I didn't know why this was <laughs> happening. Okay, and then, so they're like, yeah, so they they take this little eight-year-old baby with them to start this war. <laughs> to the war, yeah. And they're like, oh, just take cover, Anakin, like, while they're shooting lasers at them. Yeah, no one tries to help him. He's, they're like, go, go hide over there. Yeah, just go hide somewhere. <laughs> so then he jumps in one of those little jet things, and the boy's, like, flying in space with R2-D2, and he single-handedly destroys one of, like, the spaceships but or something. But it's totally by accident. That's, what's, that's what makes it kind of like, well, he's not really good. He's just, like coincidentally pushed some buttons and like it blew up everything yes just whatever the fact that he survived that i was like really so okay so all that happened well, and Jesus, then so. what happened after that okay so that's about it really that- well and then another thing that like bothered me i was like what so qui-gon it start the movie starts off with am i saying his name right yeah qui-gon, qui-gon and obi-wan kenobi like, they went to go talk to these people to settle this dispute or something, right? Well, when they get there, Obi-Wan Kenobi is like, at this point, he's still an apprentice, right? He's not like a real Jedi right. yet. And so he tells Qui-Gon, like, oh, this doesn't feel right. Like, I feel like there's danger. We shouldn't be here. And Qui-Gon's like, no, stop looking into the future. It's fine. It's all going to be fine. Like, don't, like, basically tell them you're wrong, right? And so they stay there. And then what happens? Everything is not fine. It's a trap. And yeah, it was a trap. And like now they're running and, it, you know, whatever. It's like this horrible mess. And then later on, when he, when Qui Gon takes Anakin to the Jedi Council and he's like, can he be my apprentice? And the council's like, no, like we see a lot of darkness in him. Um, he's too j- dangerous to teach. We shouldn't teach him. He's too old. Qui Gon's like, Nah, y'all are wrong. He's Jesus, and I want him to be my apprentice. <laughs> He's Jesus. You know, I know what I'm talking about. Like, I really want him to be trained as a Jedi. And they, he, like, made it work because they're like, well, no, because you already have Obi-Wan as your apprentice. You can't have two. Jedi law forbids it. And he's like, well, Obi-Wan's ready for his trials. So that means I can take him on as my apprentice now. Mm-hmm. So they kind of, like, made it work like that. Um, so I'm like, if, why is Qui-Gon a Jedi when he's, like, wrong about everything? Like, he's, he, isn't he supposed to be smart? Like, a smart 
Jedi that knows the Force? Like, how are all these other Jedis picking up on the Force, telling him these messages, but he's not? So, and then, so that bothered me. I'm like, come on, guy. Um, But then at the end, I guess the only other cool thing about this movie was the fight between Darth Maul and... Qui-Gon and yeah and so whatever. to explain who Darth Maul is because they're like what um so the Phantom Menace in this movie really is this hidden they, they don't know who is pulling all the strings here but they, they the Jedi sense that someone's there's something dark going on and they suspect there's like a Sith Lord and a uh a Sith Lord is like basically the bad guys you know they're like the, they're like the anti-jedi so they have the same powers as jedi but they're like evil if, if you want to think about it in in current terms think about it like harry potter so you got wizards right but then you've got the the what do they call them the snake the death eaters. death eaters yeah the death eaters they're also wizards right but they like practice the dark arts mm-hmm. so it's the same thing here these they're also jedi i mean so to speak but you know they use the force but they use it for evil mm-hmm. um so the the phantom menace is what that's referring to is that there's this sith lord they don't know who it is and his apprentice because they do the same thing except it's an evil apprentice is darth maul and he's this cool looking guy he's got like this red and black like makeup on his face and he his lightsaber is a dual lightsaber which is i think the only one in the series it's mm-hmm. pretty cool it's like a staff basically and it's because the act the actor that plays him is ray park i want to say and he's he's like a martial artist and he uses a staff he was actually also in the x-men like a year later and he was he played toad he also used a staff in that movie so that's like his weapon of choice but anyway continue so that was the only cool part was the fight between darth maul and the two jedi guys or whatever um i honestly don't even remember what happened at the end uh i guess they gave jar jar binks like some like orb or something like it was like a ceremony at the end kind of like <laughs> The first Star Wars movie where Princess Leia gives um, Han Solo, like, the medal or whatever. Yeah, they give them, like, Something these like that. Yeah, it was basically, like, a mirror of that, except they give them this, like, this little electricity ball that looks like, literally, like, they bought it from, like, Spencer's <laughs> gifts. Yeah, it's like, what is he supposed <laughs> to do with that? Like, does it give you powers or something? Like... I don't know. This movie overall was just very poorly written. The scripts were cheesy. Like, they were just so bad. And, like, there was just nothing else good about this movie. Like, it was just a boring, bad movie that you do not need to waste your time on. You don't need to see this movie. I was upset that we watched the entire movie. But (laughs) we had to watch it for this podcast. So... I was like, let's just get it out of the way because I'm not going to do this ever again. Um, so, yeah, I hated it. Yeah, well, I feel like you said everything. That was like, that's it. <laughs> no, really, like, there's, there's really nothing else for me to add. But, yeah, so I as well hated it. And I've seen this movie way more times than you have. I don't yeah, know. like I don't, I don't think I've ever fully seen this movie all the way through for all these reasons. Well, now I you have. I've seen like parts of it here and there. Like I've seen the pod race. Um, I don't think I've ever really sat through the entire Jar Jar Binks like thing. Like I think I've gotten like halfway through and then I'm just like, what the fuck is this shit? And I just stopped watching it. Yeah, so yeah, so when I saw this back in 1999, I was very dis. I mean, everyone was disappointed, right? <laughs> I don't think there was anybody that was like, "Dude, 
we waited 16 years for this and it was totally worth the wait. I don't think anybody was uh, happy about this movie. Um, and of course, George Lucas got all, he gets all offended, you know, cause he's like, oh, this is my movie and this is, I wrote it for, that's how he talks. And I wrote it <laughs> for the children. And blah, blah. So his, his thing was like, he basically was like talking shit about the nerds that that were complaining. He's like, well, I didn't write this for you. Like I wrote this for, for kids, you know, Star Wars movies or kids movies. So basically like insulting everybody like y'all are, <laughs> and I was like, all right, that's fine. Let's say it is a kid's movie. Who? What kind of kid do you know that gives a shit about trade disputes? Because I don't know anybody. I don't. I'm 40 and I don't give a shit about trade disputes. It's a boring concept. I didn't even understand it was about a trade dispute. Yeah, thank you. I've seen this movie like six or seven times. I still don't really understand what they're disputing. And it's funny because okay, so the cool thing about the the old trilogy, right? The you know uh, the ones with Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford, all the the, the good people. The the cool thing about those is that like I, I explained before in another episode, they do that crawl the 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 you know the the at the beginning of the movie where they have the the text crawl where you're supposed to catch up mm-hmm. like previously on Star Wars you know that kind of thing, and that was the whole purpose is to kind of catch you up. Well, it's funny because this is the supposedly the first movie in the story, but they still had the text crawl, which is fun. And I know you have to do it uh... like like hey we have, you know this is what people are expecting, but I'm like oh it's the first movie in the story. Is aren't we starting at the beginning? Apparently not. There's something that happened before this. I'm like, I get that everyone's expecting that text crawl, but it it totally negates what you said this was supposed to be, which is like a serial. You know, and I, I've never seen a, a a series or a serial start with something that's explaining what happened before that. It doesn't make any sense. Anyway, so that's my already from the beginning. You're like, nope, this ain't going to work. And then the text crawl doesn't make any sense. It's totally boring. Oh, uh, the yeah, galactic, galactic empire, you know, trade dispute, blah, blah, blah. Like it doesn't, it's not interesting. It doesn't make sense. And it has no bearing on anything because really that's just a whole thing to set up this this fact that there's somebody behind the scenes pulling all these strings to mess with the government. And eventually, of course, we all know it's going to turn into the empire, right? Um, but we just don't know how. Oh, man. Where do I start? There's so many things to complain about in this movie. The dialogue is awful. It's just bad. And it's delivered, like you said, in everybody that speaks those lines – they, it sounds like wooden acting. It literally sounds like like a table read. Like you just got the script and you're like, all right, let's go through this. I mean, and I don't know what direction George Lucas gave Natalie Portman. This was like her prior third third. She was still like young, like she hadn't done a whole lot of movies, but she had done like The Professional by this mm-hmm. point. You know, the, the on The Professional, she was good in that. She was so good in yeah, that. and she was way younger. Anyway, the way she reads the lines. At first, I remember when I when I first watched this, I thought it was when she was in that queen garb. Mm-hmm. But she actually sounds pretty much the same when she's out of that as well. Everything has – like when she's the queen, <laughs> I don't know why they have her speak like this. But she's like, I will not sit here while you decide this, senator. The committee will not – it's like everything is this weird monotone delivery and it's for no reason. And then when she's Amidala, she's like, oh – Annie, you're so cute. And oh, blah, blah, blah. Like everything is just really, really poorly acted by her, 
by the little boy, the yippee. Mm-hmm. Yippee! He just seems really like a kid that I would not, that I would probably like, if I met him in real life, I'd be like, ugh, that kid was annoying. <laughs> like, I wouldn't have been impressed with him. I wouldn't have thought this kid's going to be something someday. I'd be like, this kid's annoying <laughs> as hell. His mom, I don't know who that actress was, but bad. Just really, really bad acting. The other thing about, the problem with this movie and I, and this is more of a problem with the special effects. So the old movies, right, they were made in the 70s and early 80s. So the special effects were kind of rough, right? They still look cool, but it was a lot of practical effects. Practical effects meaning things you can actually touch. Like if the actor's there, they're, they're interacting with it. And then, you know, they added some like laser beams here and there. Now in these movies, George Lucas just went, crazy and he's like i have all this computer technology let's do cgi well the cgi in the late 90s i don't know if you remember it not that great (laughs) so everything in this movie like i'd say like 90 percent of the stuff in this movie is cgi and it looks fake it just looks really fake and i i was the whole movie i was just watching these actors interact with like fake characters that weren't there and interact with like backgrounds that weren't there so i was like I'm just imagining these two people, like, because it's usually like Qui Gon and, and Obi Wan, and I'm like, man, they're they're just like, I'm just imagining them in this big studio, where it's like wrapped in blue, because you know that they're just like, oh yeah, we're gonna film this. Just uh, look at this tennis ball right here. This is where Jar Jar's eyes are, and then we're gonna fill in this this with a background. We're gonna put a. a an object right here next to you you're walking down a hall like all of this is it's fake like there's nothing there that's actually tactile there's not anything that they could touch and it's it really takes you out of everything because you it just looks you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of those um like when you're at a a, a theme park and you're like inside of the quote-unquote spaceship like when we went to go to the 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 Star Wars exhibit at uh, Disney World, and you're like, "Oh, this is cool. We're in the spaceship." And of course, on the screen or on the on the sh- windshield or whatever, it's not. You're not actually looking outside. It's a video screen. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what this movie is like. It's like you're inside of they're inside of the spaceship, quote unquote. But you know that everything around them, them being underwater, all these monsters, it's all just been digitally added, and it's just like so fake. So that's another thing. Um, yeah, Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon, it's funny because I, I haven't really noticed this until this sixth viewing. He's a very, like, shady character. Like, he, he's <laughs> wrong a lot for, like you said. He's wrong about the, the ambush. He's wrong about Darth Vader, obviously. Um, which is funny to me because, like, doesn't the council have any kind of power? They're just like, all right, if you're going to teach him, whatever. Like, shouldn't they be like, no, we said not to teach him, so... If you do, you're like banished, or you're like not part of the mm-hmm. Jedi. Like they don't, it's like they don't have any power. They're just like, eh, okay, well, if you're gonna do it, whatever, bro. It's your call. It's just they seem very ineff- ineffectual. Um. Anyway, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. So there's this. Every time he he does stuff, it's very like dishonest. Like I feel I thought the Jedi were supposed to be like these, uh, you know, honest people or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know they use the the you know, those mind tricks every once in a while, but that's usually to get out of like a dangerous situation. In this case, he like tries to (laughs) just like brainwash people. And then there's this part where he's trying to, he makes a bet with, um, 
I guess like the owner, the, the slave owner of uh, Anakin and his mom. And he's like, hey, let's roll this dice. And um, it's not a, it's not a die. It's like a they call oh, yeah. it a chance cube. Anyway, he's like, if it's blue, uh, you take the blue. That's how he talks, by the way. <laughs> Everyone in this movie is like a racial stereotype. So anyway, go with me on this. If it's blue, you take the boy. If it's red, you get the mother. And he's like, <laughs> <That's> okay, <pretty> <laughs> <good>. <laughs> thanks. So he rolls the the little cube, and right away, instead of like playing fair, you see Qui Gon like wave his hand like to roll the 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 cube to the color that he wants. And he's like, I don't know how you did it, but you get the boy. <laughs> so anyway, so it's like, yeah, we know how he did it. He's a cheater. So it's just weird. Like, I feel like Qui-Gon was like this kind of shady Jedi who ultimately brought down the Jedi because he's the one that's like stubbornly like, I'm going to teach this kid and we're going <laughs> to. Yeah. You know, and he basically brings down the whole Jedi order. Um, <clears throat> anyway. So, Yeah. It's really a really, really, really bad movie. I remember we were watching it. We were like, what, 10 minutes in? And I told Sam, I was like, I was like sighing. I was like, I was like, do you want to watch anything else? Is there something else you want to watch? Because we can. <laughs> and Sam was like, well, we're going to watch it anyway, right? And I was like, yeah. She's like, so what's the difference? I was like, yeah, I know. It's just, <laughs> it's so bad. It's such a bad movie. Okay. And Jar Jar, I know yeah, I'm not the first to say this. Jar Jar is one of the worst characters, not in Star Wars, but like ever to be created. Oh, that's mean. It's bad. He's just stupid. Like, I'm like, again, <clears throat> George Lucas supposedly made this character for the kids. He made it for the kids. Kids love silly characters. I'm like, yeah, they love silly characters, but they also love, like, kids aren't dumb. Like, this character's dumb. Like, he's stupid. He's weak. He's a bumbling fool and you can't understand him he's no, talking it's like i don't know and i'm like what is he saying and why does he talk like that also seems like a racial stereotype i don't know of what maybe like jamaicans or something but it's just bad oh yeah the other racial stereotype there's like those trade federation people oh yeah they're like oh here come the, the Jedi. They like talk like like Asian stereotypes, and it's bad. I was like, man, I never noticed this back in 1999, but they sound like like 1940s, you know, caricatures of like Japanese people. And I was like, wow, George Lucas, what are you doing, man? Um, they were bad. The all the, I mean, just all the characters are boring. They're bad. Here's the thing. So going back to the original trilogy, all the, the main characters were likable. You liked Luke Skywalker. Even though he was kind of whiny, you still liked him. Like he was this kind of farm boy and he's like off on this big adventure. And, you know, he's the lead character. I mean, you, you know, he's likable for the most part. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't like him, you got Princess Leia. She's awesome. She's this cocky, you know, she's like talking shit to all the guys. Like, you know... Didn't you have a plan for getting us out of here? You know, she's, and she's cool. <laughs> you want me to get out and push? Yeah. She just has all these funny lines. like, And they just look at her like, whoa, you're welcome. You know, we came to rescue you. Um, and, of course, Harrison Ford as Han Solo is just awesome. Like, mm-hmm. he's hilarious. He's cool. He's like, he's like this, uh, you know, you don't know if he's a good or bad guy. He's just kind of in it for himself. You don't have any of those kind of characters in this movie. 
Queen Amidala, I know you said you you appreciated that she was a strong character, but she's boring. Yeah, like, there's nothing. She has no personality. And this again, this is not a, a anything against like these actors. These are they got a great cast. Yeah, Ewan McGregor, um, you know uh, Liam Neeson, Natalie Portman, um, Samuel Jackson. You know all these all these good actors. They're just given bad dialogue. There's only so much you can do with this dialogue, yeah. and it's just bad. Like there was no witty banter between anybody. None. There was they, no joke. They tried. Oh, they tried, but it just. It wasn't funny at all. It's just really bad. Like, I hate this movie. (laughs) And it's funny because I've I've heard, like, I guess some of the younger people. I'm going to start talking shit about young people now. Some of the younger people that didn't grow up with, like, the original Star Wars. And they grew up with this. Like, they're like, these are the first Star Wars movies I saw. Uh They're like, well, these are way better than the, the new ones that, you know, the ones that just came out recently. And those ones have tons of problems too, but you saying that the Phantom Menace <laughs> is better than any of these three new movies—that's horseshit. Because <laughs> those movies, I, I'm already thinking about like scenes that I like. I'm I'm actually looking forward to watching those again. Because yeah, they have the, uh, a lot of flaws and they're basically just remakes of the originals, but they're way more enjoyable than this movie was. This movie is like cringy. Yeah, like I was cringing as I was watching this. I was laughing at just the bad line readings. I was just laughing like, Jesus Christ. Like, I can't believe this was the take that they went with. Like, he, that little boy, like I said, he's just, you could tell he was not an experienced actor. He just, they just got some kid. Like, and I don't even know why, but he says things and I'm just like, that was kind of weak. I'm just, it's just a really bad movie. And as you said, un- totally unnecessary. In fact, there's some people that say they like give you a, a viewing order, like, oh, you can watch like episodes four, five, and six, the original trilogy, or four, five, then watch episodes two and three, and then watch episode six, and it'll give you like this nice, like, kind of a a little in between break to so you can see how Darth Vader became who he is before you watch the the final movie in the original trilogy. Anyway, it's like this viewing order, but they totally skipped the first movie. They're just like, <laughs> you don't even need to watch it. And I, I don't disagree. That first movie, there's nothing in there that's necessary. Darth Maul doesn't come back. He was like the coolest villain they had. They killed him off. Sorry, spoiler alert. He's He, he dies in this movie. Or does he? Anyway, he doesn't come back for this trilogy. Um, you already know, I mean... <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to give anything away here, but the Phantom Menace, who it looks like it's the Emperor because the Emperor from the previous movies, because he comes out on, on like um, the hologram discussions. Mm-hmm. He's like, Hello. you know, he's talking like the Emperor. And you're like, oh, that's totally em- the Emperor. You don't know. You're not supposed to know who the Emperor is because he's like another character as well in the movie. But it's pretty obvious. I feel like now. I don't know if I knew when I watched it in 1999. I was pretty lost. I'm not going to lie. When I saw it in 1999, I was like, what the hell is going on? And it's funny. My mom was even more lost because she didn't realize that it was a prequel trilogy. Uh So she thought it was the sequel. So she had no idea what was going on. I go, oh, yeah, that that guy was Obi-Wan Kenobi. She's like, but Obi-Wan Kenobi is an old man. I was like, yeah, it's a prequel prequel movie. And she's like, what's that? And I told her what it was. (laughs) She was so upset because she didn't. She thought this was a movie after, like, 
the last Star Wars movie. She thought it was taking place after. Anyway, I think my sister was there too. I'm sure she was bored out of her mind. She was probably like <laughs> nine years old. She's like, this is why I don't go to any of the movies that you pick. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to watch 101 Dalmatians, but okay, we guess we'll watch this crap. Um, yeah, no reason to watch this movie. It's terrible. Terrible. And anybody who says that it's better or it's it's on rewatch or no. No. I rewatched it with an open mind thinking, okay, let's see how this sets up the 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 Skywalker saga. It's total crap. And if I remember correctly, the second one's not much better. But we'll talk about that one next time when we watch the Clone Wars or Attack of the Clones or whatever the hell it's called. I just really, really, really hate this movie. It's just yeah. so bad. I almost I didn't almost one I was like, you know what? Let's just skip it. <laughs> we'll just talk about it from memory. I mean, I already know what happens in this movie. I know you didn't. I didn't realize you'd never seen this movie before. And yeah, I feel now I feel bad for having put you through it. <laughs> yeah, I'm never watching this movie again. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to watch it again next year cuz it's like my <laughs> thing, you know, it's a sickness. Mm-hmm. You know, every May 4th starts again the cycle of abuse. <laughs> but yeah. I highly, highly advise you to stay away from this movie. Yeah, if you haven't don't already waste seen your time. it, please don't. Because let's say, let's say you're not a Star Wars fan. This movie is not gonna convert anybody yeah. into a Star Wars fan. It's gonna make you go, God, this is horseshit. Yep. Why did these actors come out in this movie? I don't know. Big paychecks. That's why. And you're part of the Star. I mean, you know, how can you say no to being part of the Star Wars? Yeah. You know, whatever uh, story. But anyway, horrible movie um, made fun of in countless, countless like other shows. Like I remember in Space where <laughs> he like burns all his Star Wars stuff because <laughs> he's so pissed off about it. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so uh, yeah, don't watch this movie. Stay away from it like the plague. Oh, and again, I don't know why George Lucas insists on people watching – like this is the first movie like oh you should start here and then go one two three four five six if you start with this one you're never gonna get to the next one Aww. ever because you're not gonna give a shit i i wouldn't i'd i'd throw this in the garbage and break it <laughs> but i can't because then i'd have a movie missing anyway don't watch it please wait there was one other thing that bothered me about this oh god just one so I realize that pretty much, other than Jabba the Hutt, <clears throat> Jabba the Hutt, oh, yeah, he all comes of out. yeah, all of the aliens in this movie spoke English and like to each other. In the original Star Wars movies, if there was an alien in a scene, right. they were speaking their native language, right. and there was English sub like English text to tell to translate what they were saying, but. If in this movie you had like two aliens talking to each other with no humans around, they were speaking English. So it was like, why? Why did you do that? Like, and the You're only right. one that that stayed the same was uh, what's his name? Jabba. Jabba the Hutt. Like a little bit later. And that's because it would have been weird to hear Jabba speak English, You're right? Because like, they were like, oh yeah, he didn't speak English in the original, so this is what he did. We're gonna have to keep doing it for him, but. For all the robots and all of the aliens, they were speaking English. Oh. Like, like it's just yeah, yeah. What? That's another thing that bothers They're me. Those stupid ass robots, the dro- and the droid army or whatever they are, mm-hmm. they all talk like '60s robots. And I'm like, 
I guess that was supposed to be comic relief too. Because they're like, oh. um, wait, does not compute. Um, on second that, uh, you're under arrest. And I'm like, why are they? First of all, what robot is like talking like a human? Like, like I'm yeah. talking right now where I'm saying like and uh, like. You're not supposed to talk like that. Robots you're a robot. Like you're that. just like, they just state facts. They don't go uh, like they're thinking about something. Yeah. Real stupid. The Gungans are stupid. There's lots. There's lots of things that are played for comedic effect. None of it's funny. I didn't realize it was for comedic effect. Oh, I'm sure it was. Because it's for the kids. Remember, it's for the kids. So I made this stupid. for the kids, not for adults. Um, terrible movie. Kids hate it. George Lucas's mom hated it. <laughs> Jesus hates it. Everyone hates this movie. And I think it ruined, like, that Jake Lloyd's career. I'm pretty sure he, like... Who's that? The little boy that played Anakin. Really? He became, like, some drug addict or something. No. And that guy that portrayed Jar Jar, poor guy, he got so much, like, hate that he, like, contemplated suicide and shit. Poor guy. Yeah, it just, like, ruined lives. I blame George Lucas. Oh, for sure. George Lucas can suck one. <laughs> he. It's funny because he's, like... He's, like, Dr. Frankenstein. Like, he created this monster and then he's just like well no he's not like dr frankenstein at all because he actually embraces it but then he turned it into this abomination because <laughs> the first three movies i love them right i know return of the jedi we have our issues with it but overall great movies then he's like i'm gonna write the rest of this story because it was always meant to be six stories well george i gotta tell you we don't care i don't care about darth vader his origin story it's unnecessary you don't need to know everybody's origin story i mean why is that i don't know why that's such a thing Eh, like can't we just let a a, an evil person be an evil person and then like we just kind of guess what happened you don't have to know step by step but they do that a lot now they do that with hannibal they did that with um norman bates like they do that with all these characters are like let's go back to the beginning i don't need to i don't care unnecessary now they're doing it with willy wonka yeah that's what i'm saying like everything has to have like an origin no we don't need that yeah that's weird it's dumb i got enough you know you can figure it out anyway uh i think we trashed this movie enough yeah i'm done i'm done with it i'm done talking about it (laughs) pissed off now anyway um was there anything else you wanted to add about anything um oh yeah follow us on instagram at third row from the front send me any questions you want me to answer on my birthday episode which is in a couple days um if you're in san antonio buy your tickets to the movie premiere violin odyssey at the park north draft house it's like june 14th or something like that so you have time um send us any movies you want us to review Follow us, like our stuff. I think that's it. Cool. All right. So that does it for the Phantom Menace Star Wars Episode 1, the worst movie, I think, in the entire series. Um, But we'll talk to you next time on the third row from the front. Bye. Bye.